Welcome to this week's episode of Our Side. You know, real thoughts by real thinkers. And today we're bringing you uh, gatekeeping in music and how we listen to it, how we share it with others. Uh, this is a topic that uh, Jabrin wanted to share with us. Let the be so we're going to let him take it away. What was your thoughts when you brought this up to us, man? Hi, my name is Jabrin. Welcome to Our Side. So lovely to have you guys here. So, so gracious. But uh, yeah, music. Okay, so for me, I know I talk about it all the time. Um, music for me is like is like a language. And it, it's how we express ourselves in, in a different form when it comes to, like Jaren said, when we, we're sharing music, when we're interpreting it, like the lyrics and their meaning to us. Music is a language and in that facet, that language is meant to be shared. Now what I hate in the, the whole music community, and I, I'll say hate, hate's a strong word, but I'm, I'm cool with it, is the idea and the perception of two things. The first being gatekeeping in, in the music world, right? Uh, like I said, music is supposed to be shared. Therefore, I can understand like if you're a fan, you're just like, oh yeah, I just want to keep on to like, oh yeah, I have this underrated air quotes around that artist that I think is great and that I listen to. And then there's the whole aspect of bashing people for their music taste. That's something that I have hated since the dawn of time. Like it's vindictive of, if I'm using that word correctly, of the individual's taste. Therefore bashing someone else on their music taste, eh, that's not cool. So if I think, you know, anybody who listens to Taylor Swift to this point still is just somebody who's stuck up on unicorns and rainbows and hasn't grown up, you don't like that? So you can think that, like, you can have your own opinion. I just don't like the whole, like, bombarding and attacking people. And, like, at the end of the day, what you like is what you like, right? No, And I think what I mean by that, too, is I've seen a lot of people get really, really offended by that when people come at their music taste. Rather than just saying, eh, it's whatever. I like what I like because this is something that means something to me. Rather than taking it to heart and saying, he hates my music taste. I think my music taste is bad. Because there's no... I don't believe in the whole idea that you have bad taste in music. I think you have a different taste in music. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I feel like... I feel like though, I guess... Because the, the the whole term bad taste is just because it's not in line with your personal taste. So you're going to just push the whole bad taste thing. Because th- there are some music that is god-awful. And <laughs> you have some people who are just really interested in that. And for that case or scenario, I would definitely look at someone and say, your taste is terrible. Or your taste in that specific music is terrible. Like, like, genre, I, I, yeah. yeah, like you can say that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say the the complete genre. I would just say maybe that specific music because I've seen well, even people. Artist. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Like uh, in this topic, I was I was on a road trip with my girlfriend and her family the uh, last weekend, and I was handed the aux cord, and she said, and I was wondering what to play, so I, I got made the, the power. Joke. Huh? You had the power? I had the power. I was given the ability to play whatever I wanted for a moment. And to be funny, I thought, hey, let me play Psycho Stick. And if you know Psycho Stick, you either, you you love them. Because else you've never heard of them before. My girlfriend's heard of them before. 
because I've shown them to them before, her before and she hates them. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like is there that, a Spotify profile like a, a tree thing with eyes and a tongue? No, it's a I think it's like a rhinoceros with like a jetpack on. It's, that's like, it's absolutely hilarious. That's the album. It's just it's just completely uh goofball music. Like they have a whole entire like metal song about dogs like socks. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And this is where I would say you have an awful taste in music. <laughs> like this, 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 like a scenario like this, exactly. you you would say. Okay. Most people would be like, "Jaron, I cannot take you seriously. Surely you're joking." On one hand, I'm completely joking, but on the other hand, that's the point and why I absolutely love this band because they are hilarious to me. So you know the. It is funny when it, it hurts a little bit when everybody, somebody is like completely unwilling to avail himself to like such to me what is such a high level of comedy. <laughs> 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 but at the same time, you know, it's not, you know, somebody I don't doesn't like listening it. to these guys. Oh, I, I, I fully endorse people listening to this band. If not, if the first song is just too, what on earth am I listening to? Listen to another because something is going to be on a topic that is going to make you laugh. This man said, if you don't first succeed, try, try again. <laughs> you hey. might try a couple albums before you get to one where it's bearable enough for your eardrums. But. Well, I thought it was hilarious when you were like, yeah, let's talk about, you know, people gatekeeping or not or calling out other people's music crap is because. My what I listen to is either not liked by most people because it's more heavy on the rock and post hardcore and all that kind of stuff, or completely genre like deep into some branch of genre that people would definitely never listen to. <laughs> so, you, so, I gotta, so you have experimental taste in music. I would not say I have expert mental taste in music. I would say I like things that have like no experimental. Oh, oh, I love experimental. <laughs> yeah, you I was like, gonna call like, them out, but I didn't want to. Uh, yeah, like trying new music and going for things that are outside of the niche or the the regular. That's what I like. So, so do so, you like Death Grips? I don't like Death Grips. I've not been able to get into them. That's it. Whew, I I can appreciate it because it is it is actually trying to blaze a trail with music but on the other hand it's a little too much break beats for me um or am i thinking of, uh yeah i know death grips i do like um they have a song guillotine right or am i thinking i don't know i've been trying no. to get into the yeah, music yeah. and every time i shuffle it's it i'm just like what is this i just feel yeah. like a, a violent rage of yelling i can't even remember that's what song that's what the music is it's you know it's some guy who's uh, he came out of the military and started uh rapping and his music is just absolutely just this man saw some stuff i don't i don't know if he saw <laughs> combat but it, it's just his music is rocked out there <laughs> for sure it's so i actually there. gotta ask because i don't think i've ever asked either of you like Separately of the podcast or, or even in general, what your favorite genre of music is? It, what is crazy is that I just had a conversation with some of my friends. Uh, I think it was this week about me, like we were just talking about music in general. Yeah. And um, I was I called out one of them saying that their taste in music is highly subpar, right? Because <laughs> he was like, some of the music that I like, um, it's it's ridiculous. 
and it's you know it's your mainstream r&b pop funk um rap yeah. all of that me like when you say what genre am i most interested in mm-hmm. i'm not for a specific genre because like some people that actually know me know me know that i listen to every single type of music like i might be a hardcore music fan like ujb or even harder because the extent of things that i go to from like country to 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 french music to spanish music to italian jazz to contemporary to whatever you know like i'm jamaican so like the old school jamaican dance or all of that like i'm into all of that kind of music so for me music is just for the vibe it's how i feel in the moment yeah. than than just saying oh i like r&b but you know See, they're all so, you know though. it is it is one of those i i would at first answer like rich oh i like everything oh there's a little bit everywhere but i'm gonna answer it when i see in there's a new like post hardcore or um i don't know what else to call it a emo music if if there's a new song out from one of those bands that have been around for a while i get the most hype seeing that before i hear the song I, I get the most hype seeing that there's something new out from those people. And so I have to say, those are the songs that I, that's the genre I love the most. Circuit Survive, uh, Dance Gavin Dance, love bands Dance, like Gavin that. And, and whenever they come out with something, I'm like, I'm listening to this. And even if it is only a six out of 10 on my radar, I'm going to save it. Or, you know, if any of the other bands that are like, close to them come out like uh, uh as i lay dying or bands like that i'll listen to it but i am also highly disappointed <laughs> by a lot of the stuff that yeah because it, it's more it's more translating to the mood it's well, more the mood for you to be honest it, it's it's hilarious because a lot of those bands have grown out of their teen angst mm-hmm. young 20s angst and now are like they've had a successful career they've they've had their money they've seen people you know go through depression and you know abuse alcohol abuse and stuff like that and they are either good now or they're really into it and their music is not just that teen angst that, that absolute rage that was or or emotional uh, depth that was put into it before you know it's more cheery it's, it's better you know it's more hopeful and it's like you know what I could appreciate that, but I want to listen to this, <laughs> you know, stuff that came out in 2012, 2008, stuff like that. So those, that's why I'd say those genres are my favorites because whenever I see those genres come out with new stuff, I'm most hyped for those. Yeah. I think if I had to guess though, like from first knowing you guys up until now, I would definitely say that I feel like Rich's taste was either very old school like jazzy like duke ellington uh miles davis i i think like when i first met him he just gave me off that that old man like music not in like a and i don't mean that in like a, a bad way i just mean like this very oh, sophisticated I taste i respect with, it with jaren i could definitely see like the the avenue of like hardcore metal uh i more yeah that's it <laughs> I definitely saw you as like hardcore in, in metal. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> the silent. Yeah. Um, 
then I guess, you know, I keep saying um a lot, but that's fine. It's whatever. How, but, you know, somebody throws like, Jared, you listen to Megadeth? Nope. Hey, you listen know. to, th- do you listen to this or that? Nope. 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 So it's interesting that you said like a six out of 10 on your scale. How do you rate your albums? Like what is, say, how do you rate what's save worthy? Like, do you uh, save an entire album it or is, do you listen to it and save individual songs? It is all feeling. It's, it's all feeling. Does this song make me want to listen to it? again and again and again if a song makes me like it it all depends on how much replay i want out of the song if i hear a song and immediately say i need to replay it it's a 10 or if i need to replay it and i listen to it again and again and again it's it's eight nine tens if it's like yeah that's good i can see you know it's got parts of it that i enjoy maybe it's a little slow in some parts that i i'm disinterested i'll give it like a uh six to seven and if it's just like bro what are you doing i'll start to go five or lower there's there's often times where it's just like i see what you're trying to do and it sounds like a complete departure from your sound and it's not in a good way then it's gonna go low on the on the scale lower on the scale sometimes i'll not even listen to the album because i'm busy and it doesn't make me think I need to listen to this. I am such a for for me. It's more of a process. I have the earpod process, and then I have the the car ride process. So like, yes. I will have the album drop today, or you know, most music come out at midnight. And yeah. if it's someone that I'm interested in, I'd normally stay up. I'm up regardless. So it's like, all Saunders right, Saunders dropping a new album with or song with Georgia Smith tonight. With Georgia Smith, yes, I, I I'm as, waiting for as that. This is up- uploaded it'll be already out for hours now but quick question yes rich said something what are the ways what are the what are the ways that you have to listen to music um great question yeah the way you (laughs) because how you said that what you mean the ways so i'll answer first then Uh so if i if i'm just casual walking through a store i have either my earbuds that i still plug into my phone or I have my wireless, I have my wireless buds uh, from my Sony wireless buds that you stick in your ear and they're completely wireless. And those are just like casual listening to music. Then I have my Sennheisers mm-hmm. right here. Close best, back. best best German brand if you guys are looking, but go ahead. <laughs> Great band, brand. I've had these for probably four or five years now. Still mm-hmm. wonderful Bluetooth headphones with active noise cancellation. They are not shout the out the sponsors Sennheiser <laughs> and uh, Sennheisers. If you guys are listening to this, I would look would love for you to sponsor our next would couple love, podcasts. Thank would you. Love. These are the momentums uh, before they. Yeah, these are the momentums from several years ago. Um, great. These are these are if I want to listen to music a lot louder and a lot more intricate, like all, oh, I'll listen yeah. on these. Mm-hmm. Now, if I am, if I love songs, if I'm really wanting to hear it, and I'm wanting to just take a moment to dance in my living room with my curtains open, hoping nobody's looking in my house, and also wake every neighbor's baby in the area, I'll play it on my Klipsch 2.1 sound system that I have in my living room. Great speakers. And they bang. Also, they're about 90 bucks if you buy them on sale from... Uh, Costco sometimes also the same price at Targets and Walmarts depending on if they have a going, but they're typically $150. They're worth this is it. just turned into an ad read. 
This is cheap too. I'm not talking about going out and spending, you know, seven grand on the clip set that I saw and I want very badly. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> not yet. Again, again, Sennizers, please. But yeah, um, if if you're going from that perspective, so I have my AirPods that yeah. I will just plug in, but I'll do from like one ear. I won't just plug yeah. both in. I would do the one ear if like I'm doing something, folding clothes, like putting stuff away or, you know, just, just vibing to whatever. And then I'd have the moment where I'm like, okay, like you get a, you get a, a general feel of the the album or the few songs that the person dropped. And you're like, okay, I want to see what the composure of the whole thing is. Then I put two AirPods in and then I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to sit and listen to this. And then I listen to the words and then that's how I understand if the thing is like, you know, if it's meaningful or if it has like a direction or whatever. And then when I'm testing for the vibe, I go for a drive. So I go for a drive and turn it really loud and cruise through like my favorite like scenic routes or whatever. Get on the highway if the things make the, the music make me want to sink the pedal to like 120 miles per hour. Then, yeah, it passed the vibe test. You know what I mean? But like it's a whole process. Like it's really a process. And I do this for every single album or whatever few songs drops. Yeah, my process. If, is I, if I'm in a car and Paradise City comes on, I'm speeding. <laughs> As I expect you to. <laughs> oh man you got some songs boy that makes you just want to step on the pedal like what was crazy is that when we used to record back in the day yeah. and we would be like the first ones who jump on the zoom link this man would have some noise in the background just drumming and i'm like oh my <laughs> days how do you listen to this and that was this man's music from but it's just all hype music i mean i'm not gonna lie to you i definitely want a playlist that is just strictly for speeding like barreling through a tunnel like if you got a stick shift like you tried <laughs> to have one of those curated playlists be that and i was just like i don't like any of this music See, I did, but here's the thing. It wasn't just my music. That was like a community thing because the first oh, one so did kind of well. So I was just and, like, and hey. And so that, that doubles into the topic that we're talking about with a gatekeeping or, you know, sharing music. Can I talk I'm, about how I listen to music? That's cool. Yeah, go ahead and talk about how you listen to music. Sorry. How I consume it. So, yeah, I agree with both of you guys. I actually don't like listening to music with one AirPod. Like, it's weird for me because... I feel like I'm losing half the sound. I do at the same. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm losing some of the sound quality by listening to it with one AirPod. I can understand it though for functionality. If I'm doing something, if if I'm at a store and I need to hear, yeah, the functionality is there. But definitely through AirPods, I I buy a lot of vinyl. So depending on like if I like the album, the one of the ultimate tests for me is how it sounds on vinyl. Mm-hmm. And also, like, the car in the shower. Like, the shower, eh. Hold on, before I forget. <clears throat> before I forget. So, hold on. So, when you play on the, vi- like, so whatever, whatever, like, artist or music that you're interested in, you have it on vinyl? Most of the, a lot of the recent ones, yes. God damn. All right, go ahead. I just yeah, wanted my, to make sure. My obsession has become insane. Because sometimes there's albums that I haven't even listened to in streaming services. But I like the artist. And I'm like, okay, I can understand and feel like what this would come from. I'll buy it on vinyl. Play it. Because vinyl for me, like not not just for me. But vinyl is, I think, like the ultimate music quality. Because my uncle used to 
okay, Jaren, you can describe your face all you want. But, like, if you listen to vinyl on actual good speakers and receivers, if you will, there's a caveat to that. Versus streaming it off of your phone, you're going to notice the quality. Oh, yeah, because you, you're only you're only gonna get the few bits that the processing thing on this streaming service is gonna give you versus the yeah. vinyl that just amps out everything and just be like full bass, full treble, yeah. full everything. And I like to be able to feel that in a lot of the songs. Like there's one uh, record label from Ohio, Coal Mine Records. Like a lot of their stuff is this very old Motown sound, but it's like it's fresh. It's like 2019 through now. A lot of these artists have been making music. And I can feel that bass deeper when I'm playing their records on vinyl than I can when I'm playing in my car or my phone. And mind you, I have JBL speakers in my car. I upgraded the speakers in my car because I blew out the last ones that I had. The stock Do you have speakers. a lossless sound system? I don't know what you're saying to me. Lossless sound system. Explain. So it does not compress the file into the um format that like mp3s do so MP3s probably not it's just whatever goes through my car you have a good enough sound system yeah good enough but but just to show you the power of that i remember the first time because when i decided to get into jazz it was contemporary jazz and and it also too was just like relaxing piano keys and okay. um for me I used to, you know, like streaming services, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. And you will hear the input, like you just get that, right? Then I remember I was in New York and I went to a record shop and I played uh, an old Frank, old Frank Sinatra. And I was like, yo, this is a song I listen to all the time, like over and over and over, right? And I put it on into the music, the record shop. And I was like, yo, the whole feel, the whole atmosphere that a vinyl gives you is actually really different from MP3 for real. So nice. I feel you. I feel you in that aspect of it to get like a rounded, you know, a rounded feel of the new music. Mm-hmm. But I know that is a very expensive route to take <laughs> to test every single music. I don't know how much I spent in records, but I know from what I've updated with my discogs, mm-hmm. I think. I think the collection is probably, and some of them are like quote unquote rare records. I think the collection is like worth seven thousand dollars, something like that, between like five hundred and seven. I'm not surprised. I am not surprised because I remember when you used to be running through records like every other video <laughs> way was you in a record shop, and I was like, good, good grief, this man yeah, spends no. money on this. <laughs> I have like a hundred, maybe a hundred fifteen records now. Uh, I started at the beginning of quarantine with like five. So a year later, I have 115 or 110 records. And I, I can't stop buying them at all. Well, I mean, if you know where your money's going. So there, there's that. True. <laughs> well, you can't even be you can't even be mad at it because um, that's that's what your whole composure is right now. You made it. You made a, a killing on having turning vinyls into something really productive so nobody can say oh jb is just spending mad money on emptiness even if you did you know but i i just i just enjoyable wish emptiness you you spent seven grand on records no i spent less than seven grand it's the collection is worth seven grand because some of them are very rare so mm-hmm. go go ahead and invest in a hi-fi uh, record player 
Oh, trust me. No, that's that's coming up soon. I forget which one I had in my cart, yeah, buddy. but it's only sold at like the Magnolia stores at Best Buy's and they're like 600 bucks. And of course, like I want to get a receiver, but you know, can I can I introduce you to a website called Google.com? Yes, you can. There we go. Hi, Google. My name is JB. Nice to meet you. Oh, wait, actually, I may not because my actual Google home will go off. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I had to look back to mine. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, back to the gatekeeping. Yeah, <laughs> back to the topic of gatekeeping. I had a thought that if you're in a group of stands for mu- a type of music and somebody's like, oh, yeah, I like that band, I. It is only natural that you're like, oh, what do you like about them? Oh, would you think of this and that, you know, to kind of like get an idea like of how much of a fan they are to see, you know, how to gauge where where you are. And sometimes you're just like, yeah, you, okay, you're not really a fan. You just heard yeah. a song somewhere. I, I always classify that as, as musical tenureship. people always gotta pee on their hydrant to say oh i've been here longer than you buddy so you gotta give me something profound (laughs) to show me that you're a big fan of this group oh you like dance gavin dance oh really what about them what was your first favorite album oh were you around for this dude to be the main singer are you just aware of tillian by the way i love tillian uh is it does is it no, I'm thinking of Pierce the Veil that has a song with uh, either the singer from Sleeping with Sirens or the singer from Dance Gavin Dance. I know I have a couple of Dance Gavin Dance songs in my, my rotation. I will, I do say, if I do say so myself, mm-hmm. I do highly enjoy Hail the Sun. Hail the Sun is awesome. And Signvar and Nova Chris and everything Donovan. Son, are you? Listen to this nonsense. You see what oh, I'm yeah. talking about? Like yeah, that, we, that you is. don't you don't want to do that. You don't want to be that kind the, of person. the first album I listened to is Mental Knife, okay? Don't don't yell at me. My boss Carlos got me into that and now I'm hooked. <laughs> Shout that out to you, that. Carlos. Yeah. You know, I think some people are also you know, I had the thought of if I had the power to keep a band I loved. Like if I loved their in the sound that they came out with in their first album, their first two Backstreet, albums, Backstreet Boys. If I could keep <laughs> them from getting mega popular and them changing their sound to become more uh, masses appeasing, mm-hmm. I would almost be willing to uh, pull the strings so that that band stays more true to their original sound than uh, starting to dilute their music, like. Post Malone, I I liked his earlier stuff a lot more than I like his stuff that he's coming out with now, even though it is more polished and more radio centric efficient. I mean, because that's that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Music is always gonna be evolving, even if it's with the same art, like the the artist or somebody else. They're going. They have to cater to the to the current. I'm going to fight you on that one. To the current populace. Because, I mean... I don't, though. No, but if you look at, like, uh, more trendy genres, like pop, R&B... Here's my problem. Drake makes pop music. So there there is... When artists got popular and they continued to hone their sound, 
especially as resources got they were able to get more resources and they hone their sound uh some people say that the a band best record is always their fourth and hmm. like i can definitely appreciate that but nowadays it seems like with how the music industry create well, ter- messes with these people and their procedure of making their music music just loses a lot of that of that artist's texture as they get more popular and the record labels are like all right we need you to sell you know x a million records so we're gonna put all these people in a room with you so you come out with something that's radio ready you know post malone started to come out with like sunflower and it's just like no this ain't it yeah it's a good song but it's like it's not you that's not post malone but I will say, like, I like when artists do have to kind of go through that, and then they eventually get back to making the music that they want. That make. is nice. They, I'm waiting they, I, for Post I mean, Malone to come out with that country album. They do <laughs> be guy. looping. They they do be looping back their their feedbacks to to um to appease to their earlier fans because they have the you have the fans that fell in love with these people from before, like the mainstream albums. And all right, just say for example, um, let's take a mainstream artist like J. Cole. Yeah. A lot a lot of people fell in love with J. Cole, just saying, no shots fired. But a lot of people fell in love with J. Cole from his later albums. You know, like the um Twenty One Forest Hill Drives. Yeah, Forest Hill Drive. And that's like the one that. that got me into his music, and I'm not ashamed to say that. From what, Forest Hill Drive? Yeah, that's that's how I started listening to him. Yeah, but I mean, like those 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 later pop albums, like Four Your Eyes Only and stuff like that, versus the Day Oneers who knew like um, the Sideline Story or Friday Night Lights and the mixtapes and stuff like that. Yeah, all of like J Cole stayed true, you know, stayed true to his message and how he was delivering and whatever. But there's times when he made music outside of his you know his regular pattern, and that is to a piece to newer fans and what the Wait newer generation wants. Wait a second, German? Like what? Jekyll was born in Germany. I wouldn't be surprised. I did not know that. <laughs> not be surprised. But he came here like really, you would have to come but, here like really young though. Yeah, when he was born, he's like born in, in Germany and then lived in North Carolina. Yeah. When you say that though, I think there's only one artist that I can think of, and I, I get hate for this, I don't really care, that I listen to from like day one fan as far as mixtapes and everything like that and that's logic like i remember consuming all of young sinatra one through three up until under pressure <laughs> the incredible true story i i was there for the oh, good you, albums you, oh you was right there <laughs> the great albums the terrible albums i was there for all of it no i'm, I'm what do you I mean can't, by I, there for all of it when they were released so no, i no. started Listening like, to Logic with Young Sinatra, like, uh, yeah, like, like his his tenureship. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there were definitely albums. There's songs off of albums that I liked. Like I I did not personally like Everybody. Is a concept album is okay. Um, I like the mixtapes he did with like Bobby Tarantino one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I I had to listen to that maybe like 13 times to find songs that I enjoyed off of it. It was all over the place, in my opinion, but that confessions, yeah, that, that was that, that's just me. 
like I think the best my personal opinion like for Logic's best album is the Incredible True Story. I can listen to that. I can quote that song or the songs. I can quote the almost the entire album. Like you put it on, I'm rapping every lyric. But like the other stuff, no. I was a one for day one with Logic. That's that. Yeah, hate me if you want. That's fine. No, it's not hate. This is this I mean, is the same thing. To this. This is this is the same thing. No, but like I feel you. Like this is the same thing because I have a boy who he will go to his grave for Logic, and not <laughs> to get not not to get anything wrong. Like Logic does have great music. Like he's a very intelligent rapper. Like his rap means things. You know what I mean? It's not compared very to lyrical. nowadays. Um, like oh, I step in a Ferrari and got my two foot outside running beside it like Flintstone kind of nonsense that they'd be dropping these days. But he's a very <laughs> logical rapper. <laughs> Hence and, his name. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's it just the way that music works. Sometimes you're not gonna be consistent your whole entire life. You're like your whole entire musical journey is not no, gonna of happen. Course not. But but like you were saying that you're gonna fight me on the fact. It the fact is that. All your your favorite band, your favorite rapper, your favorite R and B singer is at a point going to make music that only appeals to the larger population than yeah. staying true to the original image that was created. Unless it, you can keep them out of the mega light, yeah, which is where they want to go because they don't want to be singing for the rest of their life. They they do want to make money, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if it was just a thing to say, I don't care about the money. I'm just doing this for the for my fans who've just been here for day one. We would have gotten we would have had like soulful music, like beautiful music all yeah. throughout their career, but not all the time the soulful and beautiful music sells because that's the problem. Yeah, that's we what see, bugs we me. see happens in that department of stuff. But you know. Yeah. There's like one producer I listen to who's who runs over like pop songs and he shows how there is actual like thought going into these songs and they're not absolutely mindless dribble that's coming out. Who's and the producer? His uh what's that name? That's his name. Rick Fiato. Oh. Uh he's on YouTube. He has a lot of content that's really good for uh people who like music. Uh, he was a producer for several years, um, but it's it's not all mindless dribble. As much as you know, people who are a little uptight and up their own about music, they'll be like, "Oh, you know, pop music sucks. It's just this, that, and the other." This, you know, it's actually got some production value to it, and there is something to be enjoyed and liked about it. You just have to actually avail yourself to what it is, come to learn about it, and then you know appreciate it mm-hmm. so i i've started to come around to some but at the end of the day it has to really be special for me to be like yeah this is great yeah it's wonderful but usually it's just like this isn't my rock or it's a guitar but then again too you have the music that that um they wear on you after a while like yeah. you might not like it initially <laughs> but if eventually under some context or some circumstance, you'd be like, yo, this pops, this hits, this slaps. I had that in an inverse way. Music that I originally liked, I, I can't. don't like anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's very hard for me to consume trap music because of yeah. how I listen how I listen to music now, right? I listen to the music for meaning, right? I can associate more 
with the sad tendencies and Rex Orange County song and Hobo Johnson than I can with Future talking about going to the club and grabbing can a bando. Can I interest you in the song King Park by Law Dispute? I feel like you, is that that think, you sent me that one, right? It was like like that uh Scandinavian uh Norwegian band? No. No. These guys are from like Michigan. You said Lawless Park? King Park by <laughs> Law Dispute. <laughs> I actually agree. I completely Jamie, messed that up. Yeah, that's that's an intense mess up you got. I I also like music where it's storytelling. Uh, I, there's it. several bands that I listen to that are solely storytellers. I know High School Musical soundtrack. No, storytelling. Absolutely not. <laughs> I like I like some progressive metal that has like storylines in it. Um, I almost. I so- like you. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 wait a second wait wait a second were you this trying one. to sing a, a different song no it's just i think it's the same song that you might be thinking about so i so one of my favorite like progressive metal bands is devin townsend and he's got a few albums that are like storylines mm-hmm. and but a lot of his songs when you listen to him play him live i like the intros he gives to him so you can understand his mindset when it, when he came through writing these songs um not just Ziltoid, his hand puppet that he wrote two albums for. Uh, <laughs> there is a whole in my high school years. There's a whole metal album, like six or seven albums, that was from one guy under the name of Arion. That was this long, sprawling epic of a story that I can't really suggest to people because it's just really hard to get into, <laughs> and it's not an it's not a prog metal it's like super out there i like prog um, rock prog yeah, rock sounds, and prog metal yeah sorry <laughs> my brain I tried, like, I, I tried to get used to get into that for like two years and it just wasn't it wasn't hitting let me let me introduce you into yugoslavian band uh september the band is called september they have a sample on kendrick lamar's duckworth which is the second sample in the song um, and the song is called Ostavi Trog. It is a, it's like 1970s, 80s. Yeah. Uh, Yugoslavian prog rock. And that's most of the prog rock that I listen to. By the way, Rich, Sounds the song that you were thinking of, was it I Write Sins, Not Tragedies, Tragedies by Panic at the Disco? I think that's exactly the song that I was singing. Yes. Yes, yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I chime in with the heaven you people yes. ever heard of. <laughs> Yes. Love that song. <laughs> yes, that song is amazing. That's a song that does never wait. What? What? That's a song that does not get skipped when it comes on the shuffle. Ever. Absolutely. Ever. A full blast. I could be listening to Grime or Hard Trap, and that comes on, and I'm a Barbie girl, bro. <laughs> Barbie. So I'm like my head nodding, broomstick singing, and all that. Like, do you guys I like the song "The Black Parade"? By who? Huh? If we what? The Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. I'm going to have to listen to that. Uh, when you hear it, it'll come roaring back to mind. Because when you said the parade, the first thing I thought of was Mayday Parade. No, not Mayday Parade. The Black Great Parade by, uh, by My Chemical Romance. 
that was one of those st- story songs that I absolutely loved. But yeah, man, you know, there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of music out there. Shout out and to Skrillex for no odd reason other than being Skrillex. <laughs> the scene hates Skrillex. The dub, the original dubstep scene, scene from UK, hates that man. Yeah, they do. I was listening to a guy, a little like mini documentary about the dubstep scene, scene before uh, Skrillex came into it, and I'm, I'm like, I, you know, I need to listen to these songs because it wasn't just, let's make the drop extra big. Uh, I think Dead Mouse is pretty good though. Still, yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's I just like old. Skrillex. I like you know scary monsters and nice sprites or whatever it was Uh, but i completely you know i understand why the scene views him as a leech and a particularly bad one because he came in ruined the scene are they right to gatekeep their genre from somebody like him (laughs) getting all of the praise when he is not representative of the scene find out next time (laughs) i mean that is one of the questions when it comes to gatekeeping but then also are you an authority to gatekeep and second of all should you yeah uh you gotta let music do its thing and change how it's going to change but you just have to support the music you love if you love a band support them if you don't love the direction they're going in support them Tell them. <laughs> Let Tweet them know. Them. Hey, I don't like this. Change. Yeah. Uh, you know, the direction you're going, I don't feel it. But also, don't be absolutely like harpies and harangue these people about it. You know, that it's their, they're putting their soul out there. You know, they, they, it's, they're an artist. They, they see themselves in this work they put out for you to just say, this is terrible. I mean, they're feeling like you're saying they're terrible. So you gotta you gotta be a smart fan. Base. No, but I feel like there are some artists that you can just be you can just say you're this is trash. <laughs> yeah, well, you this. know, that's different kind of people. Absolutely. Circling back to trap music, I whew, man. That's that's a genre when it first came out, which I, I guess in like the Fetty Wap era. Shout out to him if he still makes music. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if Fetty Wap drops a song, I feel like COVID's gonna end. Not really. Don't take that at face value. But like when Trap first came out, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm with this. This is a hype." And now I can't stand it. Like I got bashed for not liking Future's music. First of all, if if there's 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 levels. To it's this. okay. You are not toxic in what whatsoever. You are absolutely quite the opposite. You are self. <laughs> I'm what? Go ahead. You're we'll change up the topics to real quick. Ah, well, you know, I'm like Crayola, non-toxic. Talk about, yeah. you know, future's <laughs> over here talking about it. running through music and you're letting women, I mean, running through women and you're letting women run hey, through hey, you. What are you talking about? Oi, 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 oi. Are you going to laugh? Mate. Yeah. So you're to have a laugh. Oi, oi, mate. What are you on about? No, but it's 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 in your it, yo. You're completely obligated to that because future. If if you're gonna be a real music critique, you cannot say that future makes amazing music. He makes good songs. He makes songs that that 
that maintains a vibe. That's it. There's no words, and the sound of that marker is killing my soul. <laughs> but yeah, he makes soul. He makes songs that you know just it just continues or make you ride a wave. But if you're gonna listen to the lyrics of future songs. <laughs> the lyrics is absolute trash i'm glad this is an audio only podcast yes and i'll visual aid (laughs) because you guys are going to be in tears at the things that we throw behind the scenes i have to i'll have to turn my own audio game down because of how loud i've been laughing (laughs) yeah i could think you could balance it all out and post yes sir but is this where we want to wrap it up? Or you guys have anything else to say on this topic? I'm all Gucci for here. All Gucci's. I think like the lesson to all of this, all our jokes and talking about music is uh, like the music, like Jaren said, like what you like, right? Your opinion is your opinion. You can't really let somebody else tell you that if you like a specific song or artist that you're wrong for liking what you like, because Music is is that language. Mm-hmm. Unless you like BTS. Language. Music. Actually, I do have a couple of their songs saved. I'm not even going <laughs> to cap. I have a whole Korean R&B playlist on Spotify. It has not been transferred over to Apple Music because people that Don't follow me, me on Apple Music. Hmm? I, I, I like I like <laughs> Korean. I like Japanese, especially music. Especially Bet. I'm going to send you the music. playlist right now. Nani. 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 I can't even I can't even remember what I said in Japanese that like I remember parts of it. I I call, I know I called you an idiot in Japanese, both of you two. Baka. I was like, oi oi oi. Uh oi 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 baka. I'm not I can't even remember. It was something along the lines of calling you stupid. With your rapping I, I am going to learn Japanese just to speak like that. Just for the sole purpose of sounding like that. Oh my nanios. <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Well on that note, folks. Love the music that you love. Believe in the music that you believe in. Music is for you, it's not for everybody else. So if it gives you a good vibe, if it's metal, please don't be death grip. But if it's rock. If it's rap, if it's trap, if it's R&B, pop, soul, funk, anything that it is, and it gives you or, or carries you to the destination of vibe that you want to get to, yo, oh, vibe out, man. Follow the music. Follow the music. So for this week's episode, thank you to JB for bringing the music topic to us and to you guys. If you want to listen to more stuff about music, by all means, hit up JB's podcast at Socialite Circle. All right. All right, guys. So from our side to your side, peace.